Hello and welcome to Hump Day. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates rant podcast for Wednesday. And um, I don't know. Mostly what I was thinking about was the, um, the Phillies last night. I mean, I went out to watch the game. Um, there was a smattering of Phillies fans, right? So I'm up here um, north of Philadelphia, north of Allentown, and way up in the Scranton region where generally um, not everybody is into professional sports. I mean, it's kind of a funny area because having lived in the cities, you know, Chicago, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, um, San Francisco, um, when you live in the city, um, people are really into professional sports, you know, they ha- everybody has a team and they're just into it. Um, and when I live in a rural area like this, it's, it's about the same distance from New York City to Philadelphia. It's actually quicker to get to New York City than it is to Philly um, from most of these areas, you know. Um, having lived in this area, there's just a lot of people that don't have teams, you know. Um, and they're just not as into sports, really, you know. Like there's not as many barstool athletes in this area as there are when you go to the city. You know, people that will just go to watch the Penguins, you know. They'll just go out to sit at the bar and watch the Penguins or the Flyers or, you know, different sports like that. Even on NFL Sundays, up until recently, you know, until um, everybody got into either betting or playing fantasy football, um, you could go out to a, um, a sports bar on a Sunday, and not everybody would be that into, you know, who's playing on TV, you know, where I was always the guy that, um, and usually it was just fantasy, but we're just wanting to watch the games, you know, hey, can you put the Eagles on this one, and the Steelers on this one, and the Giants on that one, you know what I mean, so like try to watch the best games all at once. You know, and I I don't know if I'm that into the NFL as I used to be, because I'm not sure if I could find three games this week that I really want to watch. And we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the NFL season. But, you know, it's not that interesting to me other than um, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, uh, I'm interested to see how good they are, you know, and how long they can keep this going. Because they weren't expected to be like a super-duper elite team. Um, Going into the season, most people were still on Kansas City, if you're talking about an elite team. And not only that, most people were picking the Cowboys for the division and not Philadelphia. And of course, you know how ESPN is and how ESPN loves the Cowboys, you know. They are still saying that the Cowboys might be better with Dak than the Philadelphia Eagles. And maybe that's true, because like I said, I haven't watched a lot of NFL football this year. But um, it doesn't seem to be true, you know? And it's not just the dominance of the Eagles that I'm talking about. It's just that I'm not that sold on Dak or the Dallas Cowboys, you know? I know that their defense is very good. um, But as far as their offense consistently coming out and, you know, doing enough to win a shootout against Kansas City or Buffalo, you know? I'm not so sold on that, to be honest with you. I could see the Cowboys losing those games like 38-20, to you know? I'm just not super sold on Dak 
and the Cowboys offense. But who knows? You know, the Eagles offense, as you saw, actually it was very much into play. Um, that that receiver that they got from, uh, I think, the Titans, um, it's just that he makes the difference, you know. He's the difference in that offense. That and, you know, they're getting more confident throws from the quarterback. They always had a good running game. And the defense is playing really well, you know, especially the secondary. So, yeah, I mean, I would say the Philadelphia Eagles are as much of a complete team out there as anybody I've seen, you know. Um, Because, honestly, Kansas City has been up and down. Um, And, you know, the the Bengals have been a big disappointment, a huge disappointment, you know. So who else do you got? I mean, you'd have to say, and Tampa Bay has been a, a huge disappointment. So you'd have to say just Buffalo, you know. Buffalo and Philly are the top two teams. And those are the two teams that really mauled um, the Steelers this year, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I got to say those are the two top teams. But, yeah, I mean, am, am I really into the NFL? Am I that excited about going to a bar and watching all the games? Surprisingly not, you know, like not like other years. Unless I decided to put... Uh, Unless I decide to bet like eight games and put 20 bucks on each of them, you know, it doesn't look like that's going to happen this season. I'm just not that into the NFL for whatever reason, you know, other than, like I said, those two teams. And if Philly was playing Buffalo in the in the Super Bowl, I think that would be a great matchup, you know. But who doesn't watch the Super Bowl, you know? And I'll watch the game. Maybe when I watch the games on Thanksgiving, maybe that'll get me into it for the final stretch of the season. It always takes me a while to get from baseball season to football season. Um, But it just seems like this year I care even less. You know, I haven't, I don't even check my fantasy lineups until maybe on Sunday, you know. So um, what else do we got going on? Well, the Phillies had me thinking, right? And I talked to my dad, you know, and of course he said the same thing, like um, maybe Lance McCullers was just having a bad night, right? But I know that um, the Phillies are undefeated at home in the playoffs. And I know that they're certainly doing much better than they were during the regular season, you know. So there has to be something to it, you know. Something to a run, you know. Something to a magical run. Because this is something that's mentioned a lot with the baseball gods, you know. Sometimes teams get on a magical run, you know. And they just find ways to win. Well, the Philadelphia Phillies haven't really had to find ways to win, you know. And other than the World Series game, let's take a little bit of my coffee. Other than the World Series game where they came back from 5 nothing, which is very rare to do in the playoffs when you have elite pitching going on. You know, that just doesn't happen very often. But other than that game, they really haven't had to find a way to win because they have really clobbered teams at home. And I'm talking about the very best teams, you know, the Atlanta Braves, a team that I thought would maybe win the World Series. And the Houston Astros. When they play at home, they have been clobbering teams, right? There was another series in there besides the Cardinals. Well, the Cardinals games, they won on the road, right? So um, they've only played six home games, maybe, maybe seven. 
but I know that they're undefeated in those games. Um, and I'm missing a series here. Uh, they played San Diego. That's right. So when they played the Padres, when they played the um, Atlanta Braves, and now that they've played one game against Houston, uh, they have killed those teams at home. You know what I mean? They haven't had to find a way to win. I mean, going into the game yesterday, I took a little time to just look at it, right? Lance McCullers, he was hurt for a lot of the year. But when he, when he came back and he pitched those 50 innings, he had a 2.28 ERA, you know, and in the American League. And not that there's a huge difference now because both leagues have the um, designated hitter. But he had a 2.28 ERA. So he probably hadn't gotten clobbered in any games this year. And, you know, if you're going to keep that number down at 2.28, you're consistently good, you know. You're elite. Now, granted that he wasn't an elite pitcher this year because he only pitched 50 innings, but he was pitching on an elite level for those 50 innings, right? So going into the game, I'm thinking, all right, you know, the Phillies are going to have a tough time because um, this guy has been more dominant than the Phillies pitcher. Now, I was also pretty excited to see the Phillies pitcher because this is a guy that um, they got from Venezuela, they probably paid about $100,000 for it because the Phillies generally aren't one of those teams that um, is in a bidding war for international players, you know. <clears throat> they just don't get into it that much. Maybe that'll change, but they don't usually bid, you know, several million bucks for international players. But they did find this guy, right? So I was very intrigued to see him as well, you know. Because he's a left-handed pitcher that the Phillies found on the international level. He started as a reliever for the Phillies, right? So they were not super-duper confident that this guy was good enough to be a starting pitcher. But as every single time he's pitched in the major leagues, he's been good. So when he was a reliever, he was very good, Right? So they decided to turn him into a starter, which really doesn't happen that often, you know, to successfully turn a, an, a professional reliever into a starter. So I think everybody was skeptical and everybody was considering him to be the fifth starter, you know. And then lo and behold, he was very good as a starter, right? So he has not been elite, you know. He didn't have Lance McCullers numbers this year. Uh, I think his ERA was 3.65 or something like that. But he's been a very good left-handed starter for a couple years now for the Phillies. You know, it's been a couple years since he's been one of their starters. And then as time rolled by, you know, he went from being considered the fifth starter to the fourth starter to now the number three starter. And he has solidified himself as the number three starter, certainly after that World Series game, right? I mean, he pitched a couple good games in the playoffs this year. But after that World Series start against the Houston Astros, you got to consider him a very good number three starter, you know? Now, the Phillies don't let players go. So whatever it takes to keep him, they're going to pay it, you know? Uh, I can't remember the last, the last time the Phillies let someone go to free agency was um, 
Uh, he, he was the guy that actually hit seven home runs in a playoff series. The Phillies have two guys with six home runs in this playoff series. Um, they have um, Harper and I don't know, if, I forget who the other guy is. It's got to be um, that big slugger from the Cubs. But they have two guys that have at least six home runs in the playoff series. And this guy had seven. He's the guy that went to the um, Washington Nationals. Um, and I can't remember his name. I can picture him. Um, the uh, big hairy dude. He was like one of the first guys to be super hairy. I'm so tired today. I got I to gotta just pause. I'll find his name and then I'll continue with this discussion. Hello. Anyways. Yeah, I'm just a little tired today um, going out to watch the game. But also just I had worked six overnights in a row at the grocery store. So I was tired from that as well. But Jason Worth, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I don't know how I forgot. I mean, they even showed it on TV last night. But I'm I'm pretty forgetful anyway. You know, that's just how I am. You know, I smoked a lot of weed in college. But even before then, I was pretty forgetful. You know, I mean, I'm 53 years old and I just woke up. But, you know, I'm a pretty forgetful person anyway, you know. So Jason Worth um, had hit seven home runs in a, in a playoffs in 2009 for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I guess the Phillies realized that they were going downhill. And the, um, the Washington Nationals just offered so much money at the time, you know, that they let Jason Worth go. But they're not going to let other guys go, you know. I mean, that was just a one-time. Um, anybody that's good on the Phillies is going to stay on the Phillies, you know. Same with the, same with the um, Yankees. So um, it's not like being a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, you know. You know you got this guy to stay. And you also know that Zach Wheeler's getting a little old in the tooth, you know. Now, knowing the Phillies, they probably will re-sign Zach Wheeler anyway, you know. But it depends if someone comes out and offers him five years and they feel like he only has like three years left, you know. And because they have this Venezuelan dude coming up and pitching well, he is good enough to step into that number two role, you know. And they have another guy who's been dominating in the minor leagues. And, you know, the Phillies don't count on guys coming from their minor league system. But they did get... um they did get uh, Nola in the draft, you know. He pretty much came up and he was good from day one. Great draft pick, you know, college guy. Um, they got uh, the international guy that pitched last night. And, you know, they have someone else coming up. And here's the thing. Just because the Phillies don't re-sign Zach Wheeler doesn't mean they're not going to go out and sign someone else, you know. So they'll look at it that way too, you know. If they could sign someone else to a shorter term, you know, maybe they feel like this window is like five more years or whatever, you know, and maybe they feel like this window is going to go as long as Bryce Harper is in his, um, his prime, you know, because now they have Schwarber wrapped up, I believe, um, they have Castellanos wrapped up for quite a while, they have the catcher wrapped up, JT Real Muto, I mean, I, I thought they were going to be stuck with all these contracts, but now that all these guys are hitting together, you know, they're glad that they have them wrapped up, right? Um, Alex Bohm is young. So I don't see many changes coming to this Philadelphia team. Um, they even have a young shortstop 
<clears throat> that they might stick with, you know, because he's he's been pretty good defensively. And maybe his bat is going to come around in the major leagues. Bryson Stott, I think, is that kid's name. So um, the Phillies are pretty much set for several years. The only guy I wonder is whether they'll keep Wheeler, you know, because Wheeler has a dead arm right now and blah, blah, blah. That might be a game-time decision. But other than that, all these guys are signed. They're locked up, you know. They're going to keep them for a while, you know. The Phillies have, like, a, a payroll over $200 million just in the guys that they have locked up the next couple years, you know. Like, Segura is getting older, so they'll probably replace him. But other than that, you know, this team is really locked in. So I'm wondering, you know, I'm looking at this pitching matchup, and I'm excited about seeing the Venezuelan guy, you know. But I'm also wondering if the Phillies can do it because McCullers is good. Houston's lineup is pretty good, you know. I mean, I figure it's right there with the Phillies just about, you know. The Phillies have a little more pop in the lineup, but... Houston's lineup is close, right? But Houston's pitching is so much better until you consider this Venezuelan guy is pitching like an ace, you know? And you didn't realize that until last night that, wow, the Phillies have actually had three aces in this series. In fact, not just in this series, but in the playoffs. But in fact, this guy might have even outpitched Nola and Wheeler now. Because Nola had a bad night, Wheeler had a bad night, and this guy just comes out and gets it done, you know? So I certainly didn't see that coming, you know? So all of a sudden now, you know, as long as he is better than McCullers, it it really evens things up pitching-wise, you know? Because the Phillies have Nola tonight, and then tomorrow is their bullpen game, you know? And they didn't have to use any of their good bullpen guys in this game because um, they were just, you know, rocking and rolling from the first inning, you know. They were just hitting home runs from the first inning, you know. And they hit some good ones, you know. And the very first one was a two-run shot by Bryce Harper. And I was like, I was thinking like, wow, two-run homer. A two-run lead's pretty nice, you know. But they had a seven-run lead, or at least a five-run lead, or a four-run lead for most of the game, you know, most of the game since the third inning, you know. So the Phillies had never worried about having to use their um, their good relievers last night. They threw out um, a starting pitcher who hasn't been that good. And they threw out just a reliever that was just an extra on their um, on their playoff roster. So, yeah, I mean, the guy, he hadn't even seen the light of day until yesterday, you know. So it was really nice for them to get an easy win. And I would have to say that the Phillies are probably favored in this series now, you know. So I also looked at the line for tonight's game, and it's basically a pick em, you know. So even though the the uh, Astros, again, might have a little better um, pitcher on record, you know, uh, it's basically a pick em game, you know, because – the Phillies have been so dominant at home. And I, I was also wondering, too, and there must be something to do with this with baseball, you know. Is it possible for the um, the team to be better than the sum of its parts? And I think that it's possible in a, on a short period of time, you know, like on a playoff run or a magical playoff run like we mentioned, right? I think that in that case of a magical playoff run, it's certainly possible for a team to be better than the sum of its parts. 
Um, and I think that's what's happening with the Phillies at home, you know? The, the crowd gets into it. Everybody on the team is on the same page, right? So they all get along with each other. They're all sharing information with each other, you know? Um, they're all into this thing, you know? And they will not be denied, it seems like, at least in their minds, you know? We'll see what happens, but the Phillies seem like a team on a mission, you know? They're a team that is just, um, right now, you know, they're playing better than anybody, you know? And the Astros just don't have the magic. They have the talent, but they don't seem to have the magic of these Philadelphia Phillies, you know? It's not to say that they don't have leadership and they're not into it and they don't want to win. But the Phillies are really just like um, a team of destiny, I guess you would say, you know? That's what they seem like, a team of destiny. And you won't know until this series is over, but I'm not betting against them anymore. So I'm wondering, like, is it possible for a team to be better than the sum of its parts? Well, put it this way. McCullers hung a lot of those breaking balls yesterday, right? So part of it had to be that, you know, that Lance McCullers wasn't having his best day at the, um, on the dish, you know, or on the mound, I guess. But also the Phillies weren't letting any mistakes go by, you know, like every single hanging curveball that was, um, that caught a lot of the plate. They absolutely crushed, you know, like Schwarber's home run just went way, way up into the outfield off of the bricks, you know, a couple of the other home runs, you know, they just barely cleared or whatnot, but they were really punishing him, you know, and the pitcher did really well. And even with the relief pitchers that they just threw out there, by that time, Houston was cooked, man. You know, they couldn't even put one run together last night. So I, I think, yeah, in a short period of time, there's something to it, you know. The Phillies are on a run, and they are better than the sum of their parts, you know. Part of it is their number three pitcher is pitching like an ace. But part of it is just that they are just playing as, you know, as a team that is, that this team can feel like they, nobody is going to beat us, you know. And they're just letting it roll. And that's the fun thing about sports, man. They're letting it roll, you know. And uh, it, it, they have me rooting for them, you know. Like, not hugely rooting for them, you know. But, man, it's something to watch. Let's put it that way. All right, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good hump day. It looks like really good weather through the weekend. Peace out.